You ever been dead in a box? And they pouring that damn dirt on you? And you kinda at peace, but you're like, you know what, man? I ain't even getting no flowers. You know what? You should've got some flowers. That's why before you die, take these flowers. Take these flowers, florists. Uptown, downtown, midtown, all town. Take these flowers and be on your way. Time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad Yeah, this is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast We are back once again Still in the crib on my side How you doing? Yeah, man Man, I've been in the crib too, shit You know, ain't much to do um, <laughs> yeah. we on a we on a little hiatus, a couple oh, weeks. So okay, okay, yeah. okay. That's what's so up. I'm pretty much home based. What's home? We're staying in the A, or you bringing it back to the to BK? Now nah, we in the A. We usually be in the A during the holidays anyway. Makes sense, so, right? Right. You no. Know, what nothing? Nothing new. That's what's up. That's what's up. You got anything planned for the holidays? What's your plans? Well, you know, we we you know, we're gonna be amongst ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Um just trying to make it <laughs> as, as cheerful and joyful as possible, you know what I'm saying? I'm, it's kinda like, you know, I'm the uh most celebrating as non celebrating Christmas nigga you know. <laughs> Hilarious. That's funny. So, so what is that? Where's the line, Drew? How do you draw the line? Like what is what's the uh Give me a little sketch of that. How do you, you're not celebrating, but you celebrate. Where do you, uh, where's the concession lie? Well, you know, my wife celebrates. So, you know, of course the kids celebrate with right. her and their grandmother. So, you know, I, I, I finance, you know what I'm saying, some of this. <laughs> <laughs> you're a but, patron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you know, you want to create the environment where they feel welcome to celebrate. And right. uh, be joyful, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I I grew up Muslim, but we was the only Muslims in my whole family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Oh, wow. So, you know, and we was the kids that spent every weekend at my grandma's house. So they were celebrating Christmas. You know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> we weren't. So all that meant was we weren't getting no gifts. But right. they were celebrating Christmas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And even not getting gifts, you felt the energy of the moment. Because, you know, there's a bunch of kids, a bunch of cousins, you know, a bunch of aunts and uncles. So there's always festive times, you know what I'm saying? And then there was always that one community gift that, you know, that one of your aunts and uncles might get. But it's really for everybody, like the Atari, you know what I'm saying, when... Uh, mm. They got the Atari 5200 one year, and that was like, that was everybody's gift. It was a community gift. Right, (laughs) right. You know what I'm saying? That's like PS5 right now. So it was, you know, everybody, they put on the music, whether that was off the wall or, you know, or one of them records that was out then, and and everybody just take turns playing, you know? (laughs) Whoever win, keep keep the stick, and whoever lose, got to get up. 
you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, but beyond that, it was just festive all around. That's when everybody went outside, you know what I mean? So after you do the inside, you know, unwrapping the gifts and all that, then you take your outside gifts outside. So whoever had skates or the new bike or whatever, mobile, everybody congregated outside at the school uh, across the street, Mary McLeod Bethune Elementary, <laughs> which had a big field for football playing. And, and, and basically you could skate through the halls of the schools on skates or skateboard, whatever you got on bikes. And then, at the end of the at the end of the hallway, because it was like one of them schools is kind of the doors open to the outside, so this is for they caged it all up. But back then you could you could skate through the whole school along the sidewalks, and then at the end of the sidewalk, you know it's just a dead end to the field. So you skate skate fast as you can down that road, and then jump off the edge into the field. <laughs> that was the <laughs> excitement for the day. Mm. So. It was dope because, you know, even then, like, like I can remember it being a, like, they'll do a train. So maybe be like eight, ten kids holding on to each other back to back, skating as fast as you could. And then everybody jump off the ledge one by one. You know what I mean? It seems like an abrupt fall, though, because you're falling onto grass with skates on, right? Yeah, you're falling on the grass. It's not a a long drop. It's just like, say you got maybe a, a 12 inch drop to the grass. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. it's just one of them incomplete ass jobs where they just all right, we done. You know right, 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 right. They ain't create no little passage to the grass. It was just a, right. a blunt cutoff. But yeah, it was. But you know what I'm saying? It was fun. It was like Six Flags, you know what I mean? <laughs> Disney World for the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Funny. Yeah, man. So That's you'll see all these kids congregating outside. That was like probably like twelve, one o'clock on Christmas Day. It was that was the thing. Just everybody meet outside with their shit. Of course, I ain't had no shit, so you just had to bring your old shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to ask you. <laughs> so, how did you feel being around so much gift giving and receiving and not getting a gift? How was you handling that? Well, you know, as a kid, you know, you you get that little, it's a little pain that be in your little stomach. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and then you might see one little package under the tree for you, like, oh shit, I might get something. And okay. ultimately, that shit is always socks. You know right. what I'm saying? The kind of <laughs> socks that you don't even like. You know, what I'm saying? Right. and like, ah, right. some yeah, long johns yeah. or some shit like, that. like the yeah. football football socks, like from Zare. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're like, ah, these ain't even the kind of football socks we wear. But okay, mm. you you but. Basically, what happens is you 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 feel that little pain of ah oh, man, but then again, you know what I'm saying? It's it's still fun, even before everybody get their shit. It's just a festive time, and then, like I said, it's always that one community gift that you right. know you could join in on, and then you know join in on the fun outside. But it's always the little pain of ah. But then you get used to it, and you know. That you could celebrate everybody else without getting anything, you know. Right. And right. <clears throat> so like it was, the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh shit! At least that's performance based. At least supposedly. Right. Now, right. This shit, you know, like you say, it's the little. It, it in the beginning is like, damn. You know, you get that sense of ah, but 
It was never like, man, fuck this shit and kick over the tree. Or, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Or or you cry about it. You know what I'm saying? You just you learn how to how to appreciate whatever fun you do have because it's it's definitely a much funner weekend than any other weekend. It's definitely right. like, oh, this shit live. And then ultimately, you know what I'm saying, your pops might give you a little something two days, three days afterwards, and you'd be like, all right, cool. Okay, okay. But, Just not in celebration of Christmas, not not related nah. to Christmas, but in the spirit of giving. In the whole spirit life. of, in the spirit yeah. of, I know y'all <laughs> look around there with your lips poked out. Let me throw you a bone. You right. know what I'm saying? Usually it'd be one thing, it'd be like one Thing that you would want, like a racetrack or some shit like that, but you'll get it, you know, sometime for New Year's. Right, 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 right. The racetrack. That used to be the <laughs> shit as a kid. Hell I remember yeah. the racetrack was up there. Yeah. Ah, shit, man. Another one of those community games was the, uh, you know, like the little steel football fields where you put the little, you, it vibrate and the man moved down the field and shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I know you're talking about. You gotta I put the clay, talking. put the clay up under your man so it'll be more steady. <laughs> nah, maybe I don't know what you're talking about. Now I'm kind of man. Nah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a metal football field. It's electric. You plug uh-huh. it in, and then you turn it on, and it vibrates. And so what you do is you you set up your whole team. They got a whole team, like eleven players, and they right. like little little uh, molds of to scale football men uh-huh. in different positions. So you got your linemen, you got your running backs, you got your quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so, they like army men, like they not they not secure. They kind of like army men, but they but they have a base to them that that is able to when it vibrates it it moves along the board without falling over. But Okay. Eventually everybody start putting clay between the man and the little base so that it'll be more stable. Okay. And then um and so you would play that. That's a full football game that you could play. You know what I'm saying? And right. then, you know, you, I forget how you throw, but you know what I'm saying? It's a way to throw and, you know, and make sure that you receive, your receiver get hit with the ball some kind of way. And then, of course, with the field goals, you do your hand, how to, the paper football and kick it with your hand. So <laughs> it was right. like, it was like a real football game. So that was something you could get in on. And then, like cats that got real fancy with it, they'll go to the hobby shop and buy paint and paint their men the color of the team that they want. You know what I'm saying? Put the numbers mm-hmm. on the back, all that type of shit. That's deep. Yeah, yeah I kind of remember. I kind of got an idea what you're talking about, but I I think that might have been a generation above me. Like mm-hmm. I, I I think I know what you're talking about. I think I seen it before, but I didn't really engage with that situation. I did do the <laughs> I did do the little paper football shit, but that's more so at the like at the lunch table. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Where you try to get your little four downs and you gotta cross the end of the lunch table without falling off and that was your that was your touchdown. And then you would mm-hmm. do the field goal and the field goal could oftentimes lead to a fight, too, because if you was getting blown out <laughs> and you felt like somebody kicked that ball or that little fake ball too aggressively and it hit mm-hmm. you in the face, yeah, that could turn into a problem. But, um, yeah, man. Yeah. They yeah. still got these shits. I just looked it up. Yeah. They got one at, at Dick Sporting Goods, Tudor Games, NFL, Pro Electric Football. That bitch 
cost a hundred something dollars. Oh, they they getting that nostalgia price on it. <laughs> yeah, that's what they get. That's a collector's item. You know oh shit! Yeah, they still got them joints. Mm. But but see, yeah, it's like basic. They come with basic colors like theirs. With one team is red, one team is white. So what cats will do is just go paint their team the color right. they want. Right. From, with that's paint a lot. From the hobby shop. Nah, that's but that was that was before internet, before computers right. really. Right. So niggas was using their imagination. Everything yeah. was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you just had a you had a built in modem. That shit was just yeah. That's dead ass. That's true. Niggas did tap into their imagination. You know what I'm <laughs> that's cat, funny. Cats used to get their men and pack them up in a little box and bring them to the next cat house. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, they got their men all set up how they want it with the right amount of clay. Because like what happens is is your man. Is down when it fall over. So, your your vibrate man got to go to the person with the ball and knock them over. Mm-hmm. But when you got that clay, you're a little more sturdy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody that wasn't be, cheating. Nah, nah, nah. That was just part of the game because you know sometimes they'll just fall over by mistake if you don't have nothing stabilizing them. Right. So, so you know, cats in the hood get a little more innovative. Like we need a little more stabilization. So they're right. just mod- modifying it. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, aftermarket right. modifying. That's it. No, I got it. That's funny, man. Yeah. That's like Skelly with the clay. Sometimes you put the clay in the top or you burn wax and put that shit in the top. And it right. make your top a little stronger. You can knock motherfuckers out the box easier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock oh, them out man. the box. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Not being from New York, I never knew what he meant by knock him out of the box. I guess that comes, yeah, I get, you know what, it's so funny. I didn't even realize that until probably, not till just this second, but um, yeah, I guess that has to do with Skelly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that. Cause that but then it, it took a life on to itself to its right. own. You know what I mean? No, yeah, Cause yeah, most yeah. people that don't know Skelly didn't know what that meant. So they just mm-hmm. rock with it as the song, knock him out the box, Rick. And right. then when I when I went to college in the New York cast was like, nah, that's Skelly. You gotta knock him out. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Skelly <laughs> was the shit. That's when you oh, can still shit. learn from hip hop. <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. Well, yeah, it was just enriched. It was a whole right. lot of different shit. You was like, wow, interesting, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Hip-hop was uh, the first internet. <laughs> right. Yo, do you remember, I was saying this, I was having this conversation with, I forgot who I was talking about, because you know, uh, it's year-end right now, so a lot of people are having these, um, these like, uh, Best of lists, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, and we might we might engage in that shit next next week because you know it'll be right before the end of the year. But you mm-hmm. know everybody had a little best of lists or whatever like that, and they you know best rappers this year, you know whatever, and uh, or not even not even the year, but like top five rappers, you know that's always the discussion. Who's your top five, right? Which is hard as fuck because there's thousands of rappers. But do you remember back? In the beginning, damn near, of hip-hop, when you could pretty much name every active rapper there was. Do you remember that shit? Like, or at least feel yeah. like you could. You'd be like, okay, is this nigga? Is him? It is him? It's like a, It was like a football team. It was like 11 motherfuckers that was rappers, right. and you knew all of them. That was that active. That was, that yeah. was, you know, at least was on of scale. No. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be, it be, it be rappers now, boy. I ain't never heard of. Mm-mm, mm-mm. 
You don't know him till they die. Yeah, it's right. fucked up. Well, you know, so I knew King Von. I knew some of those cats. I knew but. King Von right before he died. Um, I didn't know Mo three. Uh, oh, yeah, I ain't know nothing about Mo. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know nothing about him. Um, trying to think who else. I mean, for the somebody, most up. Go ahead. Somebody sent me a text today about somebody named Smooth L, and I. Ain't I was about was. to ask you because he from he from Bad Star, and I, yeah. I know you was talking about you knew some some young cats. Uh, some young cats, you said there was one cat that you always felt like was a star. So I was wondering mm-hmm. if this was that cat because they were saying this kid was popping at like 13. He had, he had like 300,000 on his SoundCloud and shit like that. I actually mm-hmm. seen him on a DJ Vlad interview. And right, he didn't, that's, that's what he didn't take the bait. He didn't take the bait either. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but of course, I mean, like now it's like... It's expected. It's, it's, yeah, nobody, everybody already know not to take the bait, so it should be. But then... It just like listening to his interviews now sound like you know what I'm saying fed bait. You know what I'm saying? Oh, terrible! It, it sounds like, like an interrogation. Yeah. I'm like, damn, dog, what this got to do with music? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why are you asking him about you know what I'm saying? My pop smoke. This man ain't here to talk about pop smoke. Right, right. So your uh, your aunt used to sell her EBT card for. Uh, <laughs> like what? What the fuck does that have to do with the record? Oh no, no, never mind, never mind. I thought you, I thought you rapped about that in the. Uh, yeah, I thought you was that kind it. of rapper. Okay, yeah. let's just you know. I respect, so- you. I respect you for not taking the bait. Okay, right, <laughs> right, man. Anyway, uh, yo, this might be the first in a long time. I think we might have done this once before. It's very experimental. Given this COVID situation, but um, just in general, I think last year. We had a conversation amongst the family where we was like, we're not going to exchange gifts this this Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, which, which is interesting because I don't know. I think my, my brother-in-law might have been the one to like kick it off. It's mm-hmm. so interesting because it's like pretty much everybody outside my niece. My niece is 20, but everybody else is grown, right? So... Mm-hmm. You know, my grandmother's in her 90s, my, you know, so, like, she done got every type of gift you could get twice, mm-hmm. at least twice over. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else, they ain't really, you know, it's not really. As you get older, especially if there's no young kids, Christmas is, is just, you know, let me go ahead and tick this list off and buy some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And um, so... The, the, the thought was like, all right, so next year... Let's not let's not exchange gifts. We've said this before. We've done, and then and what happened is people will act like they forgot, and then get gifts for each other, or whatever, and uh, you know, or um, it's a lot of that. Typically, so it'd be like, yo, we're not gonna exchange Christmas gifts. We just go go hard for birthdays. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, let's do it like that. So I checked in. I said, yo, are we doing gifts or not? You know what I mean? Like. Cause I wanted to find out because it was getting the thing. I don't, I don't mind buying. I like, you know, I don't mind. Obviously this year was different from other years. Cause it wasn't a whole lot of income coming in. You know what I mean? But, uh, it wasn't terrible for the kid, but you know, it's different. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not really like, I don't mind doing the, uh, online shopping. It's cool, but I still like the Christmas spirit is really felt when you out in the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Christmas shopping. Oftentimes for me, last minute Christmas shopping. Right. But 
I was like, let me check in, you know what I mean, before shit get too hectic, you know what I mean, like with all of the shipping and all of that, because it's already been crazy throughout this whole COVID situation. They was like, nah, we're not doing it, this, that, the other thing. And I don't know if it was the discrepancy, because it was, and I didn't all the way clarify, because it was like, I said, we exchange your gifts. And I th- maybe they thought exchanging gifts meant in, in person, in the physical right. sense. But I went, are we doing gifts? You know what I'm saying? So I didn't, you know, I didn't do gifts this year. Like I'm, it's shit. It was the 23rd now, so yeah. uh, we go. It's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a giftless Christmas. We're gonna be away from each other anyway, so it's not even like we congregating to be disappointed. It's just mm-hmm. gonna be, a, you know what I mean? It's gonna be a call. Hey, Merry Christmas! Da 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 da. What you doing? Oh, you watching that? All right. What you eating? All right. Bet. Merry Christmas, and that's what it's going to be. <laughs> but uh, I just I just hope that everybody sticks to the pact. Because if nobody sticks to the pact, you look like a dickhead that don't believe in Christmas or just they try to give. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just hope. I hope people are all on the same page. Anyway, nah, but it's going to be, be good because you already... You you a gift giver, you know what I'm saying? You I do, do that like pretty to give good, a gift. you know what I'm saying. Thank so you. they should know that by now, you know what I mean? Like uh, you a card writer, gift giver type of person. So you know what I'm saying? They already know they got they got plenty of cards and gifts from you. So yeah, there you go. And you checked in early, you know. I I did I did I definitely there's a transcript. So I mean, hey, we will see. We will you see, good? Man. Yeah, good looking out. Uh, what else is going on, man? Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting though. Just like, you know, um, it's it's this is you know just another. This is in the succession of what COVID has changed. You know, Thanksgiving was different. Christmas yeah. is is gonna be different. You know what I'm saying? New Year's gonna be different. I was um, I was watching this uh. I was reading this article and watching this video video on um how well for this person they wanna they didn't say COVID officially ended it, but they were like, uh basically COVID killed the buffet. Right? <laughs> right. And uh COVID killed a lot of shit. Cause actually I was watching, I was looking online and a friend of mine uh had like a a birthday for their for their child, right? And uh, mm-hmm. fairly young. Not super young, but fairly young. And it was a situation where the people were there. It was COVID, but it was still some people there. And it was actually a birthday cake and blowing the candles out. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw the candle blow out and I was like, well, who gonna eat that shit? You know what I mean? Right. Like that, that's... <laughs> That's a wrap. That's over with. You know what I mean? I think we're going to have to take it down to cupcakes or something like that now. Or something no something uh, more independent than that whole... <sighs> I, I start, as I started getting older, I started looking at that shit sideways anyway. You know what I mean? Because I think I was, I was getting around a lot of older birthday parties. And... Uh, <laughs> It was just it was you could sometimes you could see the spittle in the air. You're like ah, I'm, you know what I mean, settling in the icing. You're like ah, I'm cool, I'm fine. I, nah, I'm I just have a drink. But um, <laughs> they were talking about the birth, the, the buffet, how that's dead, and it and it's probably true. I was kind of weaning off the buffet a little bit. I, I won't say I was all the way off a of buffet, depending on. 
you know, how upscale it could be. You know what I mean? Or how appetizing the food looks. Certain buffets, I would kind of like, eh, I'm cool. But mm-hmm. depending, I might engage. I wanted to ask you, are you a buffet person? Mm. Nah. I mean, the only buffet that I really had been engaged with in the last decade or so was mm. like the Whole Foods, you know what I'm saying, where they had mm. a, the food already made buffet. Right, right, and, right. Um, and I really checked out on that when I was in 57th Street with the Columbus Circle buff, buffet. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And um, and this 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 lady came in there with her little dog, oh. and she had a dog in one hand, and she was buffeting with the other. <laughs> I was like, ah! I took a picture of. I got it somewhere in my phone. Oh, I was like, shit. this is crazy. I mean, not even on the ground with a leash. It was like in her arms, and then she was spooning whatever the fuck she was spooning. Mm. I'm like, oh hell (laughs) no! Dogs like to lick their asshole. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I always think about that when I see people just tongue kissing their dog. I'm like, oh y'all going wild right now. But uh, go ahead. Man, yeah. did you see that girl? It was a thing going around, a video going around where a girl was walking her dog. Oh, I saw with the COVID mask? Yeah, the dog yeah. pooped. I guess she didn't have no bag, so she picked the poop up with her mask, dumped it out, put the mask back on. That shit was crazy. I don't, I think that I, you know, sometimes you see shit on the internet and then it gets you and then you send it to somebody else. They be like, this is fake. And you're like, damn, they got me. I don't know. If it ain't fake, it should be because that shit is disgusting. I don't understand what was going on in her mind. That was yeah. crazy. That yeah, was crazy. Fine. I don't even, that, that shit, yeah, you got to be slow motion. Mm. Yeah, mm. man. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so. That's what tapped you out. You saw the you saw the dog. Yeah, I was like, man, I don't even know who been around here before I got over here. So, yeah. What was your first buffet experience? Um, Sizzler, Mm. Miami. Wow, Sizzler. They had a buffet, and then they had like a all you could eat shrimp scenario, right? Uh, you know, steak and shrimp scenario, something like that. We used to right. go, my grandma used to pack all the shrimp in her Ziploc. But they also had like a little buffet section <laughs> where you could get. <laughs> shit, be packing oh, all the shrimp shit. in a Ziploc and shit. That <laughs> is hilarious. Sizzler was like a special occasion when I was little, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right. Is Sizzler but, uh, still around or is it Nah. Sizzler since the eighties. Hold on, Sizzler was the shit back in the day. I I don't even think I ever got to go to a Sizzler. It was so aspirational. I remember (laughs) the commercials and uh, yeah, I I don't think I made it to a Sizzler. But uh, go ahead. It looked like they still might be. They still popping. I think they around. I think they pop it up every. Yeah, yeah. I think it's still active. California, Washington, Arizona, New Mexico, Idaho, Utah, or Oregon. Mm. That's out west. Mm. They filed for bankruptcy during COVID, but they still out here. Still sizzling, huh? I thought yeah. Outback took them out the out the game because Outback kind of appropriated the sizzle. You know that was their shit yeah. when you get the little the little steak and they bring that shit on that cast mm. iron. She could hear that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, what the fuck are y'all doing with this hot ass pan you about to give me? Don't touch it. It's it's hot. 
fuck out of here. Right. I don't know how nobody ain't sue out back off the strength of that shit. But anyway, <laughs> um, so Sizzler yeah. was the first Sizzler one. was my first, but then, um, like, uh, I think Golden Corral was right. where, you know, I probably went there more times than anywhere on a Got buffet. It. Tallahassee okay. Golden Corral. Wow. Uh, shit like that. I think my first buffet might have been Shoney's. Damn, Shoney's. I forgot Shoney's was in Tallahassee, too. Yeah, remember Shoney's was the shit. I think I was, this is back when I used to go to, like, my, my um, go see my cousins in Atlanta for mm-hmm. summers. And Shoney's was, like, down south shit. And mm-hmm. it was the shit. I just remember it was the shit. I just remember what was dope about it. Um... And I think I didn't really appreciate, not to say that the cuisine was bananas, but I do remember like the rolls were great. Mm-hmm. But what I liked about Shoney's um, in particular was uh, we like as kids, you kind of felt independent. Like you could mm-hmm. go yeah. <laughs> make your own plate. Like, yo, go yeah. ahead, do your thing, enjoy yourselves yeah. and go wild. <laughs> and it was just like, oh shit. It was like a shopping spree, but for food. And you would you pack on whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Whatever dumb shit you wanted to put on your thing. But it was just like being grown enough to go fix your own plate. Mm-hmm. And um I think Shoney's might have been my first introduction. And then I don't think I don't think I really had many Big buffet experiences until I was in college. Right. One, you know, the cafeteria, uh, like towards the middle of my, because I don't think it was like freshman year. I think freshman year you still had to go down the line and they they scoop or give you whatever they was getting. But like mm-hmm. later on, I know when I like I went to Notre Dame for a summer, they was ahead of the curve. They had like the little stations. It'd be like a little pasta station over here and this type Mm -hmm. of station over there type of thing. But even beyond just the cafeteria shit, there was this little spot. I don't know if it's still around, but in Atlanta, there was this like this pizza spot called CC's. And it was like CC's Pizza, C-I-C-I, I I think he spelled it. Mm -hmm. And it was some real cheapsy pizza, kind of like Little Caesars, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, but they would have various pizzas like little stations they have a bunch of different pizzas out and you could come and take as many little slices as you you pay mm-hmm. like six dollars and you know in college everything was you was just living broke you know right. what i mean so six dollars you was trying to get sixty dollars worth for your six dollars you you right. know what i mean you might have if you could have pulled it off you probably would have taken some shit back to the to the dorm with you you know what I mean? But um, I remember it was like the salad bar and the fucking, and the pizza and shit. And again, it was just like, <laughs> I think the beginning, like, well, not that, not Shoney's, but definitely in college, so much of your POV, and it's even like, it's even encouraged or even like part of the culture of college, even if you might, even if you might have come from means, it just seems like when you in college, um, you were broke. And mm-hmm. that was kind of like, it was like, it was no shame in being broke because it was a shared experience. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like COVID. It was a shared experience. Everybody was all that, you know, hey, listen, I ain't got, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm going for bars. So you felt so like, it was such scarcity. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Thinking when he was out there, you was just going mm-hmm. for it, just like, oh shit, but I'm about to get mad salad. <laughs> I mean, like for what? I'm about to get mad breadcrumbs on this shit. I'm about to fucking about to get like six slices of like just you would just it was it really it was a whole lot of fucking <laughs> indulgence and some dumb shit. Um, Golden Corral maybe later on. Uh, I know I might have done it one time, I think, but you know, like that Four Seasons brunch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit was a different type of fly. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was that was like okay. You know what I mean? Oh, like I didn't know we was including those kind of buffets. Oh, we included all them buffets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That type. That's why I said it. It goes. It oh. goes various ways. Or the little casino right, right, right. shit. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because I said I had said previously that mm-hmm. you know I hadn't indulged in the buffet in the last ten years. But that's a lie. Because of course, Four Seasons buffet. And Soho House has the the little you know buffet thing, all you can eat during right. the day, you right. know. So <clears throat> my bad, I, I lied. I'm sorry. Nah, nah, it's all good. It's still, it's still, I still gotta be easy around any type of buffet type context. Speaking of the Soho House, I remember going there and bugging out. Maybe the first time I went there, one of the first times I went there, um, my homie, we we went through there and. Uh, there was uh there was a floor with just snacks. It was like a snack mm-hmm. buffet. It was like mm-hmm. mad. It was like a big ass mason jar with gummy bears and then it was some shit with, you know, like snacks. Nothing mm-hmm. that you can't afford outside of the context of the Soho house. But she was like and I think they wanted you like to tip. Like you could tip if you there was like a little tip jar or whatever. And I remember going so stupid in there. And it was it could have been embarrassing for whoever brought me in there. I don't think it was that. But I had to kind of, you know how you got to have the quiet moment with yourself? Like, D, take it easy. You bugging right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> One, you about to go into a diabetic coma. Two, you look like you've never been anywhere in life. But um, <laughs> I say all that shit to say, so I was watching the thing, but there's a little video that they attached, and they put, like, some, like, uh... Like, uh, like I guess, infrared, maybe infrared. Like, they put, like, this type of gel on this one guy's hand. And it was a buffet, and it was, like, 10 people around. And it wasn't even, like, a buffet buffet. It was, like, a buffet, like, at a house buffet. You know what I mean? Like, a Thanksgiving dinner type of situation. Mm-hmm. And they just show how fast germs spread at like a little buffet set and like they put the blue light on that shit was everywhere it started once all in just this one guy's palm by the <laughs> end of it like 30 minutes later that even that shit was everywhere people's faces every it was like oh this shit is crazy it yeah. just you know yeah man you i mean you gonna get the germs i mean yeah. especially living in new york you catch the right. train you, you know what I'm saying? You, everything is a shared experience. A buffet of bacteria everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You can't even wear. Dish. It's like it's like it's like you can't even wear clean white shoes and expect it to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Them right. shits is gonna be filthy by the end of the day. You ain't even stepped in nothing crazy. You just did some regular old New York walking, and that shit's that shit's is shocking to me because most times you'll be in a place. Where 
is like dust or dirt or like in Georgia you'll have clay and shit like that mm-hmm. that you you could avoid. But in New York, you don't even see nothing that you have to avoid. Then you get back, your shit be like, ah, damn, twisted. You shit. know what's some? Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. What you saying? Nah, nah. I was just saying this shit is like invisible dust monsters just pop up on you. <laughs> yeah, you know some real New York shit that you see that you just <laughs> you hope it ain't you, but you know it's gonna be you at some point. Um. You ever be on a train and it'd be like a homeless person there just sitting on the train, like smelling up the whole car. Mm-hmm. Like just 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 like, you know, baked in mm-hmm. funk and grime and piss mm-hmm. and shit. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then they finally get off the train mm-hmm. and then you see somebody get on get and on. sit and sit right in the same seat. You're like, oh, they got caught. <laughs> It's and you. It's, You've got caught. Everybody's got caught. The whole train is a fucking. Everybody. A, yeah, man. That shit is. But it's funny. Before COVID, you know, it was easier. Like, I've never really been a super duper germaphobe. Like, unless I see some nasty shit. For the most mm-hmm. part, I could kind of compartmentalize really well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With a lot of shit. Like, you know, you just kind of say, yeah. It's the price of the game. You know what I mean? This is just how it is. But I think, um, and I think I I do believe that within maybe six to eight months, maybe a year after COVID, people will kind of get back to normal. But I Mm -hmm. do think like the germophobia has heightened in the midst of this pandemic. You know what I mean? Like I know like when I go, I was just, I took a walk, you know, I take my walks and shit, but I stopped at the, uh, at the grocery store, and it was super packed. Nobody was in this bitch social distancing at all. So, like, <clears throat> my thing is, it. I'm sure it has no scientific benefit, but my shit is, uh, like, when I got to walk past a group of people or whatever, and it's tight, I, like, hold my breath like I'm going swimming. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, do you do the same? Yeah, <laughs> I just hold man, my breath. <laughs> That shit ain't doing nothing. It probably you probably inhaling COVID when you pull your breath like <gasps> that shit probably you know. But um, mm-hmm. we'll see how soon that shit takes to to wear off. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. germophobia. <laughs> yeah, I know I don't got caught with that that damn shit what you was talking about on the train because mm-hmm. one day you know I was I had got dressed up to do some shit you know what I'm saying and I'm out in the world boop, boop, catch a train you know boop, boop, come back home. Hang up my coat, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, I go to get my coat. Mm-hmm. And I walk up on it. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's the, the stench of the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that yeah. that smell you talking about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That grimy urine, you right. know, New York City subway dwelling <laughs> scent. Yep. It's, it's on the back of my coat. Oh, I'm like, ah, got <laughs> got. That shit have just killed the whole fly, the whole shit. That like, shit, oh, man, yeah. Oh, man, I was like, damn, I get caught out there like that. Was I smelling like this yesterday? Right, 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 right. <sighs> That's Start backtracking like all the people that you had conversations with. <laughs> He was giving pounds and hugs. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that that, that shit, they'll get you. Just when you, when you fly, you got to, if you fly, you just stand up like, fuck it. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna just stand up. Fuck all right. that. Yeah, I ain't engaging with none of that shit. Oh man, that's <laughs> crazy. That shit is wild. What's going on? Otherwise, what's up with you, man? Hey, man. Um, really, I'm I'm just plotting and planning my 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 spiritual self. Uh-oh. You know, trying to get in tuned, stay in tuned, rather. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, in this little downtime, just make the most of tapping back into my... Because, you know, during the COVID, I had tapped in. You know what I'm saying? I was tap, tap, tapping in. Mm-hmm. Tap, then, tap, 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 tap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then you get to work, uh-huh. and then, you know, you, you back in the workspace, in the work mode, and, you know what I'm saying, I feel myself slipping out of my tap in. So now that I got a couple of weeks, I you know I want to get back focused on my whole self, and you know prepare myself for what whatever the fuck twenty twenty one got right 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 coming. You know what I'm saying? So you know you just got to be your strongest self to prepare for whatever may come. You know, and uh, I think that's what that's where I'm at right now. And a lot of times that starts off by. It's like nothing. Like it's nothing to report. It's just a general sense of, you know what, I need to you know what I'm saying you might feel out of sorts. You might feel like a little like uh disorganized or, you know, just not you don't know you got a plan, but you don't know where you at in the plan. You know? And mm-hmm. that's when you know you gotta tap back in. I'm like, you know what, let me just settle down and tap in, see what's good. You know, everybody was, you know, all up on the um, the Negro solstice yesterday. Yeah, you know the powers, right? Yeah, yeah, the powers. Yeah. You know, so you know, it's it's kind of like <clears throat> one of those situations where a lot of the power you already got. You know, what I mean, you just got to tap into it. Right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I guess this is the best time to do that. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, Not based right. on the 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 planets, just based off how I feel. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I can dig it. So I'm on that man You know And um, Try to Come out of 2020 With some good shit Yeah Shit The good shit is You coming out of 2020 You know Damn Shit Shit was like a burning building (laughs) (laughs) Shit was crazy dog You still got a few more days Let me knock on some wood Right, right, right. Yeah, for real. Let's do that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, that shit is serious. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, <laughs> it's real talk, man. How you, uh, how you, how you, if you want to get into what are you doing to reset yourself? Anything in particular you want to share, or you just want to keep it like, keep it at just this is what it is. It's just the moment right now. Nah, it's be- because I'm not some type of. Spiritual guru and no shit like that. I don't really know how to explain it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I hear <laughs> all I all all I know is you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna just I'm gonna um, get quiet. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to force ideas on myself and force my way through the world. Just kind of settle in, settle back for a few days, and just see what comes to you. You know what I'm saying? All right. See what what when you when you sleep and you dream. What are those dreams about? When you wake up, what are the thoughts that are p- 
placed in your mind right in that space between sleep and awareness. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, then taking that message and and following up on it and following through on it throughout the day. Uh, it's managing your intake of information. It's, you know what I'm saying, being very particular about your thoughts and actions, but a lot about what you're thinking about and, and where you're placing your thoughts and how much you're thinking about bullshit versus how much you're thinking about the shit that you really want. And when you get in a place where you're working really hard and all that shit, most of your thoughts is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's work or it's, you know what I'm saying? Something to get your mind off of work. It's, you know, what I'm going to eat. What am I doing after? You know what I mean? Uh, am I going to watch this game? Yeah, you know, all that's cool. But what are your thoughts outside of that? Sometimes you don't have no thoughts outside of that. And right. for me, I'm like, well, let me check myself and, and make sure that I'm balancing my thoughts and my actions. Right. So, I mean, that's the best way I could explain it. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know how to interpret the outcomes. Somebody asked me the other day. You know what I'm saying? When I was talking about the timeline jumping and shit. It was like, yo, how you do that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's kind of like, well, shit. It's not really something that I'm a scholar at, so I don't really know all of the steps. I just know the little things that I may have experienced in the case. And then so I would say my experience, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I experienced something like that. But then it's like, nah, that ain't how it worked. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you're you just getting the cliff notes. You know what I'm saying? But you got to go read the whole book. Or you got to read your own book. You know what I'm saying? You can't just say, I came up with some shit that I I feel like I, I tapped into. You got to go and do the work of really looking at a lot of the shit and then getting to that point where you figured out like, oh shit, that's, that's the place that I need to tap into. I know that don't mean that don't make no sense, but that's I'm just saying what I'm saying. <laughs> nah, it makes it makes perfect sense, man. I think so. I think so. I think you know. Okay. I think a lot of people, and it, you know, maybe it's this uh this sit down where you know you gotta be you you start to become way more in tune with who you are because of you know not necessity but because of consequence right? right like right. typically you run in ragged and you you in such flux that you don't even realize like you said the shit that you obsessing about or consumed about is is kind of like it ain't really it's, it's some bullshit it ain't really like anything serious it's just mm -hmm. things of the day you know what i mean it's just whatever thoughts come Every day, when I'm eat, where I'm going, you know what I mean. But it's not like <clears throat> it's not like sitting and getting in tune with yourself. But to the point of what you were saying, with people saying, "Yo, you know, how do I time? How do I time jump? Or how do I do this? Or what can I do?" Or you know, you're saying like, "Look, I'm not an expert <laughs> on any of this." What I realized, not nah, what I realized is. Uh, from kind of getting in tune with yourself, one thing that a lot of people need to do, and again, it's easier said than done, is to really trust yourself because you know you better than anybody knows you. 
right? Mm-hmm. So if we looking at this shit like a role-playing game, like Zelda or some shit like that, a video game, because I've been using that analogy, it's like there's a map, you know what I'm saying, that you have... And typically, most people, wherever they're trying to go, most people, like you always say, you already got everything you need. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. in that kit is the map. In that kit, the, and the map is based on your instinct, your intuition, your experiences, all of that shit kind of guides your journey. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But oftentimes, people don't really trust their own map. And they'll be quick to throw out their own map and then go to somebody who they see or deem more successful than them or more mm-hmm. more further along in the journey than them and say yo nigga let me see your map you know what right. i'm saying and it's like that map is way different than your map everybody got right. a specific map so you fuck around if you were to look at yourself on the video game screen and you could see how far away from your goal you are from using somebody else's map that shit mm-hmm. would make you be like oh i'm bugging you know what I mean? Right. So it's like you really got to trust yourself. And it's, again, it's easier said than done. But like, you know, this shit is, it's all written anyway, if you really believe. Like, mm-hmm. it's all written. So, like, just trust your momentum, trust your judgment, make the moves. You know what I mean? You know, you feel that shit when you like, I don't know, man. I know they saying I should be doing this, but my heart is telling me this or my gut is saying this, man. Right. Fuck that. Go with your go with your gut. You know that's your map. Right. But um, yeah, but see, man. see, some people treat life like Grand Theft Auto. You know, mm-hmm. where you know, so, boom. I want to get the cheat code and and just free free flow. Just drive through the city, get any car I want. You know what I mean? Get any gun I want. Just pop up where I want to pop up, and you know what I'm saying? Just do that shit. Right. Nobody really wants to play the story mode from scratch. You know what I'm saying? Right, they had to right. work their way through the shit. But so, but you never get the results of the people who plan story mode in their own life as you get with the cheat codes. You might get some of the things. You might even get to some of the places. But at the same time, like you said, you're far away from the shit you actually wanted to achieve. You know what I'm saying? And it's still not the same feeling of... Of that that gratification that someone may have of doing it and understanding it from scratch and every step of the way and and having stability because they know, all right, it's only so far I could fall because I can I know I can go here I know I can go there, but when you out there free flowing and shit, you know what I'm saying you don't know when the day is when the shit might fall apart and then you might not know how to get back to the cheat code of today as a as this as opposed to the one you got you know what i'm saying last year so right. you know what i'm saying it's like in life sometimes you know people don't want to understand all that shit they just want to do what they want to do you know what i mean and that's cool too but yeah but you know what i'm saying some people think life too short to even try to have some type of understanding so mm. you know what i'm saying you you can't really Blame anybody for going whichever direction they go with it. But if you are trying to get some understanding, if you, you know what I mean, if you like crazy and you want to fucking understand some of this shit, then, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times when they, on the internet, they always talk about, you know what I'm saying? I saw a meme today. I said, uh, you know, instead of sending me nudes, send me a, a dated uh, 
statement of your last when was your last appointment with your therapist i want to see i want to see that you're doing the work on yourself like the therapist means they're really doing some work on themselves you know what i mean but but you know it's just one of those things where it's like you know hey man you have to you have to work on yourself whether it's through therapy or whatever and sometimes it's just looking within looking in the motherfucking mirror and doing the shit that you know a lot of times people don't want to know the shit that's in that mirror they go to a therapist and then it it becomes debatable when it's a therapist yeah that's their opinion yeah it might be subjective they don't really know me you know what i'm saying but when you in the mirror and you know what you know you know you know when you doing some bullshit or when you ain't doing your best or or whatever whatever the fuck going on with you you know what's really bothering you. The therapist only going to get what you tell them. And then mm-hmm. they, they analyzing it from perspective of what you're telling them, which is cool. But you might not be telling them everything. You know what I'm saying? You might not be telling it the, in the whole way. But you know in your head what the whole story is because you was there. Mm-hmm. You lived it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. If you're going to go to therapy, you might as well keep it 100 because if not, you playing yourself and you're not... You're wasting your money. You know what I'm saying? To be totally honest. But speaking of um, getting in tune, Negro solstice and powers and all of that shit, it's been a minute since we've talked about power. Are you (laughs) up to date with power? Have you watched the latest? I'm up to date. I'm up to date. Okay. Okay. Well, shit, let's get into it because it's been a minute, man. You know, start start it off. Start it off. Yeah. Well, shit, man. I think this was a good ass episode, man. This is one of the, you know, some of them shits is hit or miss. Not right. hit or miss. I enjoy them all, but mm-hmm. some of them a little bit more exciting, a little bit more meaty than others. And this one mm-hmm. had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, they finally put Tariq in a position, in a ghost position where he had to do some ghost shit to figure it out. Yo, he out there getting to it, man. Tariq almost <laughs> shaking off that old Tariq shit. Because I'm looking at Tariq. Like, Tariq, I was just, I was really just looking at the IMDB today. And I was looking under, you know, Power. And then I seen Power Book 2. And, you know, Tariq, Michael St. Rainey, I believe his name is, is number one on the call sheet. He's the, he's the, he's the lead of this shit. Right. And, yeah, which you, which you know, obviously. But it just... Seeing it in that context made me like it 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 hit me because mm-hmm. it's a departure. Like Power, the original, you know, he was a spoiled kid. He was a kid, and he was he was bugging out. He was doing some shit that you'd be like, "Get the ah, oh, come on!" Like you would, you was, you know what I mean? It's like when your team is losing. Right. Now, Tariq getting to it, like he's really like he is really his father's son. You know what I'm right. saying? Like he's really, like you said, he's moving like ghosts. He's he's moving and shaking. He's he's negotiating shit. He cut deals. He's solid. He's loyal. He's about to get killed. But you know, all types of wild shit's happening. Semi-solid. Um, Semi-loyal. F- yeah, 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 yeah. Loyal to Tariq. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Similarly, like ghosts, like ghosts. Ghosts gonna be loyal to ghosts. So, right. but uh. But it's interesting, man. I tell you one thing that's a running joke with me and a couple people I, I talk about this shit with. Every episode without fail, Mary blacks on her kids. 
And right. every episode, there's always a scene where she come in here. And typically now that, you know, they scattered a little bit, it's different. But there's always, it seems like it's always a scene where they all gathered in the living room or the kitchen. <laughs> and she just walk and say, what you niggas in here doing? <laughs> what the fuck is y'all doing? It's just, it never fails. And I love it because uh, this shit is Black consistent. <laughs> oh, man, that shit is so, so much discussed. What the fuck is y'all doing? But, but um, <laughs> let's get into it, man. The, the, the thing about Mary on this issue, I, I think in this episode, I think Mary delivered probably her best line of, of all this whole series when she was actually going off on Tariq. When at she the was, end? Was when she was telling him, you know what I'm saying? If he come at you, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But if mm-hmm. I hear that you've been seeking him out, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna fuck you up. Whatever, whatever the fuck she said. I'm gonna kill you myself, personally, or some but, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she said a cuss word, which really, like, when she said the cuss word, it uh-huh. was really believable. It was like, okay, now, okay, this is this uh-huh. is how it's supposed to be done. It felt yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? That's what it was missing. Like she delivered that shit with gusto. You know what right. I'm saying? It was like okay, slow bombs. Mary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When she yeah. going off on her kids and all that shit, sometimes it's kind of like it's like. Theater, you know what I'm saying? Like she on like she doing stage play. Right. But that that felt that felt real. That felt real. So I yeah. think she she's coming around and coming into this character a lot Young more. Monet. Monet. Yeah, Monet. Yeah, man. But so Kane. Kane. Uh-huh. You know, before I guess before we get into it, I didn't realize the, the dude who played Kane went to fan you. So shout oh, word. Out, yeah, from, oh, all right. from Jackson. <laughs> you know shout out to that nigga. <laughs> you know shout, shout out to my man. You know what I'm saying? From fam, yeah, you know. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. he, to me, outside yeah. of Tariq, we know. We've been known his character. We've been following right. along with him. You know what I'm saying? He plays the spoiled kid very well, like entitled, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm kid with resources just even in the way he walks he don't even walk like a street like he walks like a kid who didn't had some things in his life you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying when you see him walking across campus like yeah that nigga look like a real college nigga with some resources like he owned um, this shit yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying but uh my man who played kane he was the the only other one that i all the way took serious from the jump in this mm-hmm. this uh this particular series so you know what I'm saying? He's he's been doing a good job. But uh yeah. He was but, Bobby Brown in that Bobby Brown in the new edition movie and in, in yeah, the Bobby yeah, Brown movie. Yeah, but see, I'm a cord cutter and I never got to see that. Uh okay. Okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think that's the first BBT. time I ever seen him. He was good. He's good. He's a good he he does his thing. He does his thing. But keep going. I think his name is uh Woody something, I think. Yeah. I might yeah. be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah Woody so. McClain. Woody McClain, yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah, so when I looked him up, I saw he played Bobby Brown, you know what I'm saying? But I was kind of, actually, I was kind of glad that I was introduced to him as Kane, you know what I'm saying? Because now when I see Bobby Brown, I'm like, oh, that's just Kane playing Bobby Brown. Right, (laughs) hilarious. But uh, yeah, so um, storyline-wise, you know what I'm saying, they are getting into the power of power, you know, when they throw in all the difficult situations that, you know, they just be they be coming from all angles. Everybody got a a different angle that brings a different level of drama to it. And um, it took them a while in this particular series, but they finally get into it with the with the both of the goddamn professors got their own drama that all falls back on Tariq. 
You know what I'm saying? My man, two bit coming out of jail. That shit fall back on Tariq. You know what I'm saying? Kane's angst falls on Tariq. His roommate's angst falls on Tariq. I mean, it's like they bringing the whole ghost shit where everything falls on the one character, no matter what. And it be mm-hmm. coming from everywhere. And they finally got to that point to where it had to get to somewhere. Um, <clears throat> he, you know what I'm saying, had a situation where he, he was in a violent scenario where he had to kill again, but he didn't. But you know what I'm saying? It right. was that that moment where he's attached to a yet another murder. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, murders don't go away. So you know, what I'm saying that's gonna be part of the storyline forever. Yeah, yeah. And he had he was attached to a murder the week before. Which one was that? Remember? That was the one where uh, Drew had to kill the cat. Uh, right, 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 right. He had to hold him. He had to hold him in place. Right, right. right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, so now he got four bodies on him. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, um, shit. But uh, yeah. two bit getting his shine. Yeah, two bit back out, man. Yeah, two bit with the uh, permanent screw face. Uh, yeah. He can stay <laughs> for a motherfucker fresh out of jail with a Rolex. He, there's no, they ain't never been cracked a smile at all. This motherfucker, I like seeing Lunell as uh, uh, what's my man Smokey's? Was it Smokey? Spanky, Spanky, Spanky as Spanky's mom. mom's. That was a cool little cameo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she kind of know two bit might have killed him. You know what I mean? Based on the size of that wad when he blessed mm-hmm. her, he was like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. Two bit um, killed Spank. Well, he had something to do with it, didn't he? Uh. And I'm trying to remember all of this shit be a blur, but I remember two. I remember Spanky getting out of jail, mm-hmm. and he walking the streets, and somebody pulled up on him and shot him. Boom, boom, boom. I don't know if it was Tommy or somebody. Or I don't know if I don't know if Two Bit so like said, "Yo, I think he snitched." I right. forget what the. I, I would have to go yeah, back. Him, him and Ghost. That's when Ghost said he was going to take care of him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh-huh. But. Yeah, I thought I thought he snitched after Ghost died. Who? To Spank? Uh, Spanky. I thought he got killed after Ghost. Oh no! Nah, I don't, I don't remember. You was. know, again, all this shit be yeah, it's all a blur. Yeah. Uh, I like. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, I be feeling like Professor Duke boxes. Um, his his plot be a little thin. It's a little thin. It's a little. It's a little desperate. Oh, uh, like Jabari. Is that his name, Jabari? Yeah, yeah, man, Jabari. His shit is a little. He one. He way too obsessed with uh, like he he's moving with a lot of desperate shit. He's way too yeah. obsessed with Cotty Dodd, but then he's like plagiarizing Tariq's essays, trying to get a book deal. He got that big ass poster from Raw <laughs> from his, <laughs> his his first book still looming in the background. His agent barely <laughs> believing him. This nigga think his lady's fucking Tariq. This, he is going through it. And, yeah, but uh, it be niggas out here like that. <laughs> no doubt. Saying? No doubt. No and doubt. And they be no obsessing doubt. over something that they don't even know the full story. But the, the whole thing be is that it's not them no more. It's like, wait a minute. How is not me? What? Who right, the fuck right. is it? You know what I'm saying? I guess, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I think it's something about the fact like, I don't know. I guess from the door, he's kind of, in my mind, mm-hmm. I don't really have no reason to root for him. Because he came in the game kind of a hater. 
Like he was yeah. hating on Tariq from the door. Right. So, you know, and then the whole situation with Cardi Dot, that's over. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's no there's no redeeming thing to where you like like he ain't really every time he try to look out, it's it's more so for him. Like he hasn't made he hasn't done anything for me to be like for me to see him in a different light. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like for like pretty much almost all of the other characters, there's something about him where I'm like, oh alright, I see even Sax. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even though he be on some old dumb shit, like I guess somehow he kind of grew on me. You know what I mean? Um, it ain't. It ain't for Jabari. It ain't really happened just yet. Like I don't know what the what the deal is, but um, I find myself less invested in his plot. You mm-hmm. know, uh, and I I feel like he might get killed off, maybe, but I don't know. Um, I like to see Effie again. You know what I mean? Like I think I think Effie is kind of the closest thing to Tariq's Tasha. You know, like uh, I can't really I can't really gauge what's going on with Tariq and Diane. Like she's a she plays the like she's still she's still under Mon under Monet's wing for the most part. Right, right, right. She right. know a lot. You know what I mean? She know a lot, but she she's like real conservative in her movements. You right. know what I'm saying? She only gonna give you just a little bit. Right. And then Lauren is Lauren or Laura. Mm-hmm. She she's like. She caught up in and feeling like she's been slighted, so she's kind of, you know, she, you know, she kind of like she's at odds with Tariq a little bit, right? And she's kind of, she's awkward, you know, for for the youth, she's kind of the one that's probably the most uncertain about how to move. Whereas right. like Diane, she she got the Monet school of thought. Right. Effie kind of been out there hustling already. Lauren is like she's a student, you know what I'm right. saying? And she liked to rig, but she don't really know how to read them and she don't want to play herself. She got that weird right. ex-boyfriend who's mad funny. He coming on some real weird, <laughs> like uh moral shit. It's, it's bugged right. out. But go well, ahead, keep going. It's, I mean, it's classic, it's classic, you know what I'm saying? In the college era, your parents see a certain future for you, and you know what I'm saying? Right. That guy fits that future. Uh she fucks with Tyreek. I think she probably speaks to Tyreek's intellect intellectual side more than any of them you know what I'm right. saying but because he got so much going on it's hard for him to even open up to her it's hard for her to get close to him it's hard for him to relate to her because he knows she's she's square you know what I'm saying and he's out here he already right. a killer you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah so he can't she's attracted to his intellect but it's kind of like she don't know all what's there. It's kind of like Angela with I was about with, to say that with yeah. ghosts. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like Angela with ghosts, where she was. You know, they already have been attracted. She knows him. She knows his life and his story, and speaks to the side of him that he really cares about. You know what I'm saying? She knew that his pops uh, had the nightclub, and that's why he wanted the nightclub. And you know what I'm saying? She just spoke to his whole thing. This she girl, sees the good in him. Yeah. Right. The yeah. good, the good of him. So that that's how that girl is in, in the college sense. Like she speaks to his intellect and the good part of him. Um the Effie, ain't nobody fucking with Effie, man. You know what I'm saying? Now, now wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
What did she do? Did she snitch her? Because I said she the, set him up. She set him up to get. She she snitched on him at the other. That's school. how he got kicked out of choke. Yeah, that's right? how he got kicked out of choke. But then he do some shit to where she. I don't want to say she ain't had no choice because she always had the choice. But didn't he nah. cross her first? I don't know, but all I know is she came in the game seeming like to set him up from the jump. Like, that was her intent. So, ain't nobody fucking with her. But, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Just like his mama said, you know what I'm saying? You got to get her to trust you. So, I mean, I guess he could use use her for whatever he needs, but that ain't it. I think his best bet out of the three is Monet's daughter because... Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She in the game, but she, you know what I mean? She by force, pretty much. So she right. understands it. She understands him from that perspective. And I think it, uh, you know, at least give her room to to have a balance. She ain't going to never know him from the intellect side. And you know what I'm saying? And he ain't really going to get grimy with her, per se. So I think she, she's the one that kind of balances out and levels out to where it's, it's, a, uh, it's a win on the net. You know what I'm saying? It don't all the way check off on each box, but when it all nets out, it's probably a better mm. fit. That's just me. You I see what you're saying. I see it. I see what you're saying. Um, what other storylines? Tough Tasha. I like Tough Tasha. In the, in the, <laughs> you know what I mean? In the, in the bing. In, in, you know what I'm saying? In her cell talk about, yo, if some shit happened to mine, I'm going to make sure some shit happened to yours. And then How he slammed the, slam the clamshell. <laughs> No, how Tasha? Right. <laughs> you ain't got no crew. You ain't got mm-hmm. no bread, but you yeah. got resources. You also you got resources out there. I guess you right, could, right, right. you know, call Some in guy. a favor or two. You I won't write her off. I won't. Nah, write nah, definitely Tasha. not writing her off. But you know, what I mean, that's some good shit to say. You know what I'm saying? And and he knew that she was a wrong scenario anyway. So right. What, you know, what I mean, he let that let that slide. Um. Uh, what basketball nigga and the professor? Yeah, he his nose is all the way wide open. He, he is open. He is, and she already starting to curve him a little smooth now. I think yeah. she, you know, yeah, she about yeah. to curve him out of there. Yeah, it's getting um, tight on it because you know, what I'm saying the implications. But yeah. you know, what I'm saying why wouldn't he be though? Of course, no, you know, what I'm no, saying Dodd is. Connie Dodd is fly. You know what? I didn't realize until somebody pointed it out. She looked like Carrie Hilson. I ain't yeah. never, yeah, I mean, I never really thought about that till just recently. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I see a lot of Carrie Hilson in the face. Carrie Hilson is a whole lot better looking in real life than she come off on the pictures. Mm. Well, she come off good in the pictures too. That's what so I'm saying. I mean, you know, so imagine, be, you know what I'm saying? Right. It, like she, right. In real life, it's like, oh, who the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's right. like it's like one of them things, like stunning type of scenarios. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. But oh, there you go. so that's you know that's a compliment. Um, but, <laughs> 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 so that's a that's a compliment. <laughs> there you go. Oh but, shit! Man. But yeah. I mean, come on, like you you knocking. You know what I'm saying? Somebody outside of the scope of what you already used to, you know, yeah, you, everybody coming at you because they think they coming, going to the league. She don't need you. She already got her own thing going. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? You know, you coming from the dorm all up into the luxury townhouse or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's a look. I see. I it's see. Look. I see why you're 19, yeah. 20 years, 19 some years old. Come on. That's the wrong the look. woman. Probably one of the flyest 
uh, professors on the campus. You know, right. yeah, you out and, there with, and it and it's under and it's on the low, so that right. make it even more intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. But here go the thing. You know what I'm saying? According to the dialogue and Jabari's actions and you know what I'm saying, the storyline, that thing must be good too. <laughs> yeah, right, you got Jabari on the pull up with with uh with takeout. Talking about yo, they gave it to me free. Stop it, nigga. You stop that. it. Stop. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the whole thing was like she had to take the little reprieve from old Jabari because of her her sexual addiction. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? She so had that shit. I mean, yeah. it's probably a lot of things in the favor of a young nigga in college. Oh yeah, no, she, she, she hit him with that 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 pack. Ooh, <laughs> that shit was that was advanced. That was advanced. She had to get counseling behind that box. Yeah, yeah man. You know, at that age, at that age, I, I watched um, Delirious last night, which was uh-huh. which you know some of them holds jokes up. Didn't, didn't last, some but of it, yeah. most of it holds up. That shit was funny as shit. <laughs> Some of it was like, ooh. Oh, oh you talking about y'all just started fucking, you don't even know how to fuck yet? Yeah, so but yeah. but yeah, so on that part, like when you talking about who 18 and here young, y'all don't even right. know how to fuck yeah. yet. You know what I'm saying? When you get in your eye, you know, put what your shoulders. Your shoulders? In. <laughs> yeah. Like you get hit with that and you don't know what you're doing, you like, woo, hoo, okay. That nigga right. went and scored 81. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, nah. She got him open. She got him right. wide open. Right. Um, I, I I didn't understand necessarily the the reaction of the download teammate and the basketball cat after my man saved his life. You know what I'm saying? I thought all disappointed. Yeah, I thought everybody would have been like, "Oh shit, appreciated dog." Whew, I ain't know you had. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I can't believe you. What? The Good looking out, right? You know Good looking out. Thank yeah. you, <laughs> so, yeah, man. It's best off top. Yeah, yeah, man. Running up. I can't believe you. Yo. Stop it. <laughs> your man, your man, Drew is is a super super gangster though. One, I mean, he willing to to take the L. You know what I'm saying? He was he was ready to put his life on the line. He jumped at the gun. But mm-hmm. even in the in the episode before, his his he's a marksman. And mm-hmm. motherfucker was like, "Have you ever killed somebody before?" I watch out. Just hold him for me. That mm-hmm. shit is that. You know, Tariq handled that kind of cool. Like just the that shit. I'd rather be behind the gun than in front of the gun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just hold that for me. Chill, pop. That nigga was nice. Pap pap. <laughs> That's motherfucker. <laughs> Shout out to Drew. And uh, if anything, I think one homie should be grateful, but a bit scared too. Cause yeah, uh, scared, I understand, but yeah, to run off, no, he I mean, almost ran off in a huff. Like I can't believe you. Yeah, yeah, he was disappointed. He was, but and my thing is, I thought he kind of knew. He well, had maybe, to know. Maybe. He know. He he definitely know that Monet and all them is gangster. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because he was like when he was telling the. The professor, like I gotta make it to the league so my I can help my people, and then help your people do it, not do what they doing. He ain't say it, but he was like, you know, do better. Like, oh, oh, you talking about um, you talking about Zeke? I thought yeah, you were talking about um, High Top, my man with. Remember yeah, yeah, my I'm, man talking with the him too, I'm talking about him too. Vision board tattoos. I'm talking about both okay. of them. 
I'm talking about. I, yeah. Well, I, I was knew talking he more didn't about know he was gangster, but come on, bro. Still, I, if the dude yeah. pull a gun on on dude and he save him, it'd be like, oh shit, nigga, you brave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely Zeke should be, you know, thankful. First of all, because that's your entire career. You right. know what I mean? Like you still got a chance at, at your dream. But then I was talking more about high top. Cause mm-hmm. my thing with high top is he need to he need to, you know, he better tread lightly. You know, right. he can't just be ghosting this gangster. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He better be a little bit more careful, Pop. You see what he did. Yeah, but, but, uh, but old gangster, yeah. old gangster Drew is is on some stalker shit too. You know what I'm saying? That's oh how yeah, he, no, he's he's thirsty. He he's he's out there Jabari. Yeah, he yeah. out there on some Jabari shit. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That's how he drew the damn gangster shit to to my man in the first place. Shouldn't mm-hmm. even been with them. You know what I'm saying? But he's yeah. so thirsty to get around on the other hot top that right. he. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, I she done messed it up for everybody. Yeah, he fucked the whole shit up. That gangster dude. What's my man? What's the name of their squad? Uh, I forget the name of their yeah, squad. I I be thinking they saying WAPS. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> something GBX or some shit. The WAPS. Them niggas is. Oh, man. I think that's what they said. The WAPS. Uh, but I'm not I'll, sure. I don't think so. I hope not. I don't think so. On either God. side of the WAPS game, but um, but uh. Yeah, they a little weird. It's it's interesting. Um, I'm curious to see what the next moves Kane makes. I like Kane as a character. Um, mm. I thought, and this is going back a couple episodes, at least one or two. I thought the Method Man and Sax, you know, working together, running like with the jurors and the and the leading questions and the like. The alley-oops to each other. I thought that was way too obvious. I felt like any mm-hmm. real judge would have been like, all right, y'all two is in cahoots. This mm-hmm. is some bullshit here. Or at least Tasha would have been like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. That was a little That was a little thin. Um, what else? Brady, man. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I fuck with Brady. He goofy. He corny. Like, he on some other shit. But uh, I, I like that he's like, Earnestly, he played. He's very like earnest about his character. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like he's and who's this? Yeah, that's the white boy. That's Tariq's roommate. Oh right, right, you know, right, I, right. I thought we were boys. Right, right, you know, right. That right. means something with the white cats, boys. Right. <laughs> I thought we were boys, but uh, <laughs> you know that uh, you know Tariq was smooth. How he got he got his lady kind of cut out the out the situation at least for now. Mm-hmm. That might come back. I'm trying to think what other shit are we. We overlooking any other any other plots, any other shit going well, on that you remember. The underlying plot of the whole shit uh-huh. is, is these niggas' fashion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's rare for a show to have that much name brand shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, it's crazy. Blatant. It's like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fendi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, like, Kiss. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, they, they doing the real, you know what I'm saying? Shit, what niggas is out here doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In That's that space. For, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, they do. But, you know what I'm saying? But for Kane, when he went and robbed the church and he got on the LV leather joint that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe they only right. made, made 200 of It's like, nigga, that's what you going to rob in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, yeah, trip. Yeah, you yeah, supposed you to throw a, a car hard or something, nigga. Right, <laughs> What's wrong right, with you? Right. 
Yeah, he bugging out with that shit. Yeah, they definitely be throwing that shit on. I was going to say some other shit. Oh, speaking of that, not even just that, but uh, in line with the fashion, they in line with the music too. Like, they playing, you know, they, like, and I don't know if it's deliberate, like, 50 trying to make sure, like, you know, Pop Smoke died, so there's a lot of Pop Smoke, Mm -hmm. King Vaughn died, they played the King Vaughn record, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not, you know, it's, 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 I like that. I like what they doing with that. Um, I mean, I would, I would, before I say it's 50, you know what I'm saying, I would, I would look at who's the music supervisor, they're doing a good job. And oh, absolutely! In each, each individual director, you know what I mean? That, right, right. That's like calling what what they want the shit to feel like. So, right. Only reason I said fifty is because I know fifty and Pop Smoke were real close. Right, right, right. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. I mean, you so, know, a lot of that, you know, is definitely going to be some of his allies. Definitely going to get the looks. Right, 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 right. And I'm waiting for uh, Kanan to pop up at some point. And then he st- he was in the first episode, right? If we're not mistaken, he was in the f- wasn't he in the first episode? Come back flashback. from the dead. Yeah, it was a flashback or some shit. Because I was like, Fifty gonna have to get in. I thought he was. I might be. He might be in the previews. You know how in the previews they show what relates to the story right, from from right. the past. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. Man. so it might have been in that. Any um any uh any theories? Any speculation on what's gonna happen? I mean, we you know this shit anything can happen, but. You think any any uh well, any theories, speculation, who's gonna get killed, who's gonna make it, who's what's the next move, what you see coming? Power me knowing power. They gonna drag a lot of this shit out. I don't right. you know what I'm saying? I think Jabari and, and Professor they gonna make it on through probably with some type of scandal. He might get fired, he might get shot in the kneecap or some shit. But <laughs> but he gonna make it cause it's it's crucial to the I mean, it's it's pretty Prominent in the space, um, um, shit. Of course, Tyreek gonna somehow make it through. You yeah, know, you know what I mean. I don't. I think this season is gonna end before Tasha's verdict is out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or before they bust Tariq. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She might mm-hmm. get out on the season finale, and then you know what I'm saying. We have to wait the next season to see what's gonna happen with Tariq. That right. type shit, um, but you know, with Jabari, you know, forging these books and shit like that, trying to find the end into his book, shit, he might get his ass popped for real. Yeah, but, yeah. But I, you know, he might be the disposable one that we hate enough to don't give a fuck if he get popped. Right, 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 right. I got a thought. Now this is like a. There's nothing, no power. Basically, the shit could just anything can happen. I think, well, I think Jabari might catch it. I think that I said that already. I think, though, since Kane is kind of not really done with Tariq, mm-hmm. I got a feeling maybe Lauren or Brady is going to fuck around and get killed. Mm. Um, just because, like... There's some ties to both of them. Like, Effie already in the game. She got her. I think they not even going to. They might bring her back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But she she already holding, so she going she gonna to be shooting. Um, mm-hmm. Lauren is innocent. Brady's not all the way innocent, but Brady is, like, probably the closest friend that Tariq mm-hmm. got. You know what I mean? Right. So I could see one of them kind of getting clipped just because proximity. Right. Uh, but go ahead. What are you about to say? 
I say I see Brayton having to kill his girlfriend. Ooh. On some Tommy shit. <laughs> ooh, ooh. That'd be ill. If she come back, yeah, he might. Nah, she's but definitely s- coming back. Yeah, but something going to have to, the stakes going to have to get a little higher for Brady to have to pop her, though. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, he ain't really, you know, he's still kind of, he playing two sides because he still kind of got that force field around him because he's mm-hmm. a stands field. You know what right. I mean? So he kind of above the law. Right. Um, I'm curious how shit's going to shake out with the officer. You know what I mean? The officer with um, Monet. With Kane, Monet. With Monet and, and Kane, and, Kane yeah. and the officer. And lastly, I wouldn't be surprised if High Top catch one. Damn, hot top. If he get rocked. Yeah, I think high top might get rocked. So I don't know, but I think. You going to ruin that's high top's that. NBA career and shit? Oh, uh, man. And high top ain't going to the league. He hey. ain't just going to the club, fam. He ain't I, going to the league. I did notice that they, they got a better basketball team. Oh, that, did they? That first team was like some scrubs, <laughs> dog. He was like, these niggas ain't uh, even athletes, period. <laughs> they must have heard you. That's yeah, they got a better squad out there now. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think, yeah, that's my predictions for right, right now. Speaking anyway. Of, speaking yeah. of NBA, though, today is the, the tip-off for the new season. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, again, I know you ain't no sports dude, and I ain't really at all. Uh-huh. But I was I've been paying attention a little bit, but go ahead. Go I was some somehow watching first take today, which I never do, but I did today. Uh-huh. And they they had a topic, and they was trying to say uh, who needs the title most. And mm. um, Max, you didn't think his name Kellerman was it? Max Kellerman. Kellerman. Max yeah. Kellerman. Yeah. Max was saying LeBron needs it the most. You know, basically in the chase of the Jordan Ghost, mm-hmm. um, Kendrick. Uh, Perkins was saying he was just arguing against that theory saying mm-hmm. that uh, damn who did he say needs it the most he said Kyrie not Kyrie but uh, Kawhi KD? needs it the most Kawhi needs it the most and then okay. um, the other cat was saying Steven? that nah stand that uh, not Steven but uh, this cat Dom, Dom Dominique or something like that it's a new cat I ain't okay. never seen him before but okay. he was saying that um, James Harden needs it the most Oh all, wow! With all the shit that he's stirring up, but I think they just—I just think they're boycotting Kyrie's name because he called them all pawns. Because right. he probably the nigga that needs it more than everybody else. Because you know he got KD. There's no excuses. They—they they healthy right now. Uh, they could—they can make a run. You know he could be the motherfucker who he's saying he—he he is. He ain't never had a the right hand man that could hit the shot. Other than himself, so this is time to prove it. I think he's in that. He's put him. He's tried to put himself in that position to prove everybody that he could be the man. And this is the year where he's they're gonna pull him to it. Especially since he was uh, saying that the media are pawns. I don't. I don't think the media is gonna be on his side. So mm-hmm. he's gonna have a lot to. He's gonna have a lot to prove this year. What you think? Yeah, I think. I mean, I didn't really even. I think Kyrie is a weirdo's weirdo. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that he's, he's leaning in. Like, I don't know if he's trying to be a heel or he's trying to be a whole tap or whatever. But I seen him, I seen him burning sage at the game and shit. I was like, come on, Kyrie. And what's weird about Kyrie is that you almost forget that he hit that game winning shot to get that Cleveland championship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you like, but no, but you could kind of forget because it was a it was the Cleveland championship that LeBron needed to mm-hmm. at least be able to get the fuck out of Cleveland. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't owe you niggas nothing no more. Here right. it go, boom, good looking out, Kyrie. But Kyrie kind of like I guess since he left immediately after that and he mm-hmm. did his run at, at you know Boston or whatever, and kind of you know Kyrie, Kyrie's always been, and I don't like I I'm joking when I say the weirdo's weirdo, but I think that he doesn't mind being misunderstood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I was listening to um I was listening to his episode of uh you know Kevin Durant got a podcast the ETCs and um they interviewed him and he kind of he relishes in being that outsider. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like his father is from the Bronx and his father's like a like a basketball legend. I don't think he went to the league, I think, but he played, I think he played with, um, what's my man, Rod Strickland. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, between his father and Rod Strickland, like, that's why Kyrie's handle is so crazy. But then mm-hmm. Kyrie moved to Jersey, but he would still kind of, you know, come from Jersey and play the New York teams. But, you know, he would talk about how cats would sleep on him because he wasn't in the Bronx no more. He wasn't in New York. He was a Jersey kid. They was looking at him like, you know what I mean? Suburbs or whatever. He's soft. And he would he would bust their ass. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I want to say he went to Duke. I'm pretty sure he went to Duke. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, Duke is already like, especially as far as the culture goes, they're not really, they've always been that outsider, you know, like um, straight-laced, by the book pretty much white team. You know what I mean? Good as fuck, but mm-hmm. like not UNLV, not fucking Michigan. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they ain't, they ain't, they not of the culture. Right. So he was kind of <laughs> always, he was kind of always on the outside of shit. And then like the weird shit with him and LeBron, he leaves. Cause I guess he still wanted to feel like the leader. And mm-hmm. even still, he's going to kind of be second fiddle to KD. You right. know what I'm saying? Like he, he's going to, get busy and they probably hopefully will compliment each other but mm-hmm. like uh so it, it, it's it's weird i don't know if a, a championship with him would it would be ill it would be ill he would want to do press at that point it would mm-hmm. be funny to see if that nigga won the ring and still didn't do press i would respect him more if he said you know what no comment you know what i mean i'd be like okay holding the fucking trophy and shit right but uh i think I think this is what I saw from the little bit that I've been seeing. Um, and I'll get back to, first let me answer that Max Kellerman question. I think that probably, not really Kawhi, but Kawhi could use it. Kawhi mm-hmm. could use it. Um, LeBron is kind of the one that seems like he's more like, I don't want to say destined to get it, but like LeBron getting another one is really just for that legacy, him chasing 
Jordan. Because LeBron is like, he's like when we talk about video games, he's like the nigga, you know when you play the sports game and you just skip the season and go straight to the playoffs? Like that's how LeBron is. LeBron is a resident of the playoffs and the finals. That nigga goes every year. It's like... It's you know what I mean. It's just it's just like when like Thirty Rock was winning the, the Emmys every year or fucking Alabama back in the day at the right. Grammys. It's just like a shoe in. Um, KD, it could be good for James Harden. I don't think it would happen, but it would be kind of ill because then he could talk his shit back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I thought Steve Steph Jackson was like. He kind of shed it on the way. He was like, he wanted to chase rappers. That was foul. <laughs> <laughs> that was foul. I mean, that was cold. I mean, that was cold blooded. Yeah, that yeah. meant you really don't fuck with him in the first place because that shit don't got nothing to do with his game. Well, you know what well I mean? it did have a lot to do with how he was um, treating preseason and and holding okay okay um, holding out on Houston, but then he in the club breaking all the COVID rules with uh, right. little baby. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think he right. bought Lil Baby some a watch or some shit. You know what I mean? Okay. So he was in the club with Lil Baby, no mask, just clubbing, you know, against right. all of the protocols. So, you know, it was it was yeah. a fair assessment. You know what I mean? I can see I can see it was a it was a it was a it was a solid jab. Yeah, but it was the, a the solid thing about jab, that you know I mean? the thing about that is it kinda undermines James Harden. Because James Harden is still that nigga. Like James right. Harden, he ain't got no he ain't got no ring. But he a bad motherfucker, so I'm sure right. Lil Baby be happy to hang out with James Harden. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't it ain't like, you know. So and James I, Harden what is I, a, you're hanging out, nigga. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, he's a in the he's a, he's like the French Montana of the NBA. <laughs> like that nigga be in the streets. Right. But I'll say this. Um uh so I kind of answered that shit. I think I think KD probably could use yeah. it the most. Right. But this is what I've been paying attention to, like just from little little clips on the on the internet. Two things that I've seen that are compelling to me. Uh, what's my man's name? Lonzo Ball. Yeah. In at the Hornets, this mm-hmm. nigga's getting busy. His little his little dishes, the little clips I'm seeing, he yeah. going for. It. He trying to be exciting out here. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> the, and, and on some other light skin shit. Steph Curry is on a y'all must have forgot tear because I seen with with the little braids and shit he out there getting to it and he reminded you like man Steph got the 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 old school the the braids that every girl from Brooklyn had back in like ninety eight mm-hmm. he got this COVID <laughs> braids and shit but um this nigga is getting busy and he's like. Cause I think people forgot, like you know, mm-hmm. Golden State was like they were a machine, and you know, KD came through, and then you know, right. what I'm saying I think kind of like shifted a little bit of the shine. Mm-hmm. But Steph is probably the best shooter we've ever seen in the NBA, and he gets busy. So mm-hmm. I don't want to rule him out, and I think he's playing with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Is from Clay what back? I saw, huh? Is Clay Thompson back? Nah, Clay got hurt. That's the fucked up part about it. Clay got hurt, so that would have been the Splash Brothers. He got re he got re hurt. Yeah, I think he fucked up his ACL oh, or shit. Achilles or some shit. So it was like one of them. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Right. Damn, yeah. this nigga was. Yeah, yeah. It'd have been cool because I, I fuck with Clay too. Yeah, that'd have been nice. I mean, he was but, uh, really the 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 core, the, the glue. He was the yeah, glue. Him and Draymond. He was the glue Draymond's like the spirit. Yeah, go ahead. He could shoot that shot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But what people he do all the work that people don't see. 
He the he right. do all the dirty work. He got to guard the whoever the best man on the other team is. He got the size. He got to do all the bumping and grinding. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where right. you know then Draymond go clean it up on the rebound tip and all the other dirty work. So they had two dirty workers, but Clay could get out there and hit that shot. Then you had Steph, who you know what I'm saying he's lights out. So. They was a they was a whole situation, and then KD shit. KD walked on there. He, he ain't really had to do nothing but walk down the court, and get mm-hmm. that pass. You know what I'm saying? So yep. I think in that and like you said, like if he may need it, him and Kyrie together both have something to prove. Both have like KD wants to prove that he didn't just get it because he walked on a superstar team that was already getting getting trophies, and that he could get it on his own. And Kyrie the same. Kyrie wants to be the guy that could lead a team, and so he had, he he's out to prove that this year. And I I think he feels like he has the help he needs to get that accomplished. And right. um, and if he does, you know what I'm saying, that solidifies his 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 thing, his whole his whole gripe with the whole thing. I think him leaving right. Cleveland because he did hit the shot. You know what I'm saying? He's like shit. I should be the man, but. Right. He wasn't gonna never be the man next to you know what I'm saying, LeBron, the man. because right. shit. Before LeBron got there, you wasn't even making the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, you know, it, 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 this man been in the playoffs and the fucking uh, finals for the last eight years. Play shit, and <laughs> with a ter- with a terrible team. But then right. and that's also my well. Now nah, he was coming from the Heat too. Uh, but I also got to say this. Is he still? Is he really gonna look like the man if he's next to KD, who's been, you know, who got rings and shit like that? You know what I mean? Like nah, it's nah. like he, he could still look like the man because if he's leading the team, he's the point guard. He's leading the way. He's controlling mm-hmm. the ball, distributing. KD is, you know, what I'm saying he could point guard like he did in OKC, mm-hmm. but you know, what I'm saying as we've seen in Golden State, he was far better. You know, what I'm saying. Doing doing what KD do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Creating shots right. and be get open and fucking shooting your lights out. Right. So so if 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 Kyrie can lead the way and you know what I'm saying and make sure that that shit is getting distributed to the killer, then they could he could prove to be a good one one two punch. You know what I'm saying? And we'll see. And if he don't get hurt, because he, well, he tends to I get mean, hurt a lot. Both of yeah, them fragile. So, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right, and man, KD right. we'll get get hurt, so you know it's a damn shame too, cause you know fucking COVID, but that shit has been a hot ticket. I mean, it will as if it, if it keeps going, but like KD and Kyrie in Brooklyn, that shit's stupid. That'd be stupid. Man. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. it's definitely gonna be stupid. But you know what I'm saying? A lot of lot of t- things what they don't really understand about somebody like like LeBron is. That nigga invest in not getting hurt. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Nah, for real. Yeah. He invest in his whole offseason and making sure he stay in tip-top condition. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, they, the nigga has that kind of foresight and vision. He like of, Merlo. Yeah. He like whoever the owner of Merlo was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the owner who he is, too. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You... You stay investing in your conditioning, and then you ain't got to worry about it later. So everybody, like, you know, he ain't get, he hasn't gotten hurt that much, um, and he's still solid. 
at 18 years in the game. So, right. you know, some of, um, some of the other players might not take it as serious. Some of the other players might, you know, chill, you know what I'm saying, and then get back to it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was, that was my little sports talk, you know what I'm saying? Welcome to ESPN Junior. That was good. <laughs> it was good. Good enough for, <laughs> for this. <laughs> Shit was cool with me. Oh, man. You got right. anything else you want to chop it up about? Nah, or man, that's it, man. Shit. All right. Get Shit. out here and, you know, have a a happy holiday wherever you're at, with whoever you're with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's make it to 21, goddamn. There it is. There it is. Yeah, we in the fourth quarter. Got Fair a few up. games left. You know what I'm saying? Let's try to bring it on home. No but doubt. Yeah, have a happy holiday, man. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your, your Christmas. Enjoy your Kwanzaa. Y'all out there doing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, shit, we'll be back. We'll be back. And until then, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. Be out. Sheesh.